to Healthy Energy with Margot. In our show, we explore the various ways we can connect to our energy and shift our perspective to create change in our being and in life. Now, here's your host, Margot Nielsen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Healthy Energy with Margot. It's another magical Monday. Thank you so much for joining me today, whether you are listening live or to the recording. My guest today is Chris Stormer Fryer, coming to us from South Africa. Chris is a vibrant source of being. Her notoriously upbeat and innovative presentations have ensured constant invitations to be a guest speaker on natural health and healing throughout the world for over 27 years. As a renowned world authority on these subjects, she is the author of seven popular books and is about to publish her eighth in May. Affectionately known as the Universal Foot Lady, Chris stumbled onto feet in 1987 as a total skeptic. Combining 10 years of medical knowledge with her fertile and innovative mind, she offers a more holistic and visionary approach to health and healing, and in doing so, makes sure that the complementary modalities keep pace with the ever-expanding needs of modern life, physicality, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Welcome, Chris, and thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Margot. It's so special to be with you guys. Very different for us not to be in person. Yeah, absolutely. After all these years together, and in sunny South Africa, we're having one of the most amazing uh, thunderstorms, which we're very famous for. So you may hear a few claps in the background. That's all right. That's all part of life and what we're doing. So today's topic of conversation is putting our foot in it. So, Chris, maybe you can share a bit about you and how you came to feet and and (laughs) found out they had so much to say and contribute to us. (laughs) <laughs> well, actually, when I first stumbled into feet many years ago in 1987, actually, some people weren't even born then, um, I was a total skeptic. I had been in medicine as a nurse, midwife, and health visitor in the UK and in Texas for 10 years. And so when it came my way, I thought, oh, no, this is absolute rubbish. How can it possibly work? Anyway, the universe had its own um, ideas and designs, and somehow I was sort of pushed into it. My starter husband, bless him, uh, decided to leave me for a younger version and left me without a home, any money, but two beautiful kids who at that time, six and eight, and Really, um, reflexology was all that I could do. And before I knew it, I was setting up the Reflexology Academy of Southern Africa. And then the following year, I got invited to China to present to 3,000 people from 27 different countries. And I don't know to this day how they knew anything about me because I hadn't actually written any books yet. But one of my students at that time said, Chris, if you're meant to be there, you're meant to be there and the money will come. Because bearing in mind, I didn't have any at that time. And he was absolutely right. And I went and um, the money did come in very legal ways, I may add, like doing presentations, etc. And um, they loved the universal approach to feet. And before I knew it, I was invited to Los Angeles and then to Israel. And then more countries started inviting me to present papers. And then from those congresses, then people said, okay, would you please do workshops and seminars and so on. And so for 27 years now, I haven't stopped traveling the world, which I absolutely love doing, um, covering most of the continents, including China and Japan, um, obviously the Far East. And of course, America and Canada, which I love Yay coming for to. Us. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and uh, the UK, and uh, um, because my family are there, so that really is also very nice for me. And Ireland. So, yeah, I've had the most amazing journey with feet, um, particularly with reflexology. That's amazing because you certainly add what I say. I don't want to say a new twist to reflexology, but you add an an expansiveness to it. Like we have the points on the feet, but then you see feet as 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 different. Maybe you could share a little bit about how you see the feet. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it all started with um, I don't know some of the older generation. They know the uh, tapes. In those days, we had tapes, um, not CDs, uh, of Lazarus, who was a channeled entity, and he spoke about chakras. 
And he was talking about the chakras on the body and how they reflected the emotional, spiritual aspect of who and what we are. And so my reckoning was that if the body is reflected onto the feet, then surely the spiritual, emotional aspect should be likewise. And at the moment I started looking at feet in the emotional, spiritual way, they literally started talking and they started changing color, the skin conditions changed, um, the toe shapes, etc., the size. And there were so many clues that feet were giving me um, that eventually I realized that I was channeling because this is not my information, it's the universal information. I was very blessed to be channeling through what I called the language of the feet. And how I saw that, it added another dimension to reflexology. So instead of just doing the hands-on, you know, the massage to feet, the, the feet were able to give us, or are able, I should say, to give us clues by changing their characteristics. And they're giving a story of what is actually happening at root level because many of the clients, when they come to a practitioner or they go to anybody for assistance, they will always present their story, which sometimes is a bit embellished or um, it's not always on mark. Not, not to criticize or condemn, but we are human and we like a bit of drama or whatever. And what I found about the feet is that they will go right to the issue um, in a very honest and loving way. And the whole thing about doing the language of the feet is not to judge, it's not to condemn, it's simply to understand where the client is coming from at soul level. And I love that word understand because the feet are under us and we stand on them. And really what has happened with the, the feet is they've taken me on another journey from there um, into understanding how the other aspects of life, like our homes, how, how they reflect what's going on in our body. And so the, the feet have, have given me so many clues into many, many different aspects of life, which I love sharing around the world. And you share so beautifully. And, and I have learned so much from you. And I just I love being in your presence. I always say to people when you're when you're out this way, I says I would go see Chris just to be in your presence because you certainly have a beautiful way <laughs> of well, of being and sharing your information and helping people. You'd be like a master weaver in a way of, of finding out what it is and weaving it around to something really good for them to walk away with. Oh, That's kind of how I see you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have so much admiration for you too, so it's mutual. <laughs> so mutual thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so when you look at the feet, what are you looking for? Like what, um, what, what do they the, speak to you? What do they say to you? Maybe would be a better way to say it. Well, the feet say many things. They, they actually say what is going on at, at root level. Now, bearing in mind that disease just doesn't jump in the body. It's not something that's lurking around a corner and says, oh, I like that body. Let me just go make it feel uncomfortable. Let's cause some pain. Let me, let's make it hurt. It doesn't happen like that. Uh, all the dis-ease is, is generated from uneasiness within. And because the souls, S-O-L-E-S, reflect the soul, S-O-U-L. Um, it's going to show a lot about what has happened many generations, not just this generation, because some people may freak at the idea that they actually chose their family. And they, the reason we choose our family is because they have the same issues as us, and those show up in the tissues. So the tissues are the issues. And because the feet are underneath us, they pick up all those little details, all the memories um, that have left their marks and impression. And it can go back many generations. Again, not to judge, not to condemn, but simply to understand. Because the thing is, you know, if we are given something and we don't know what we're dealing with, we don't know what to do. And what I think is so beautiful about the feet, they give us the story, high story, the history. And so once we know what we're dealing with, then, of course, the feet can guide us to the next step. And, and that is very important in terms of it's not just about doing the reflexology. Obviously, that creates lovely energy shifts. And also what it does do, it helps release all these memories many of which we are not even aware of because, as I said, they go back seven generations or more on an energetic level. And how, how that works is it frees the spirit. 
And so through the feet tapping, all that tapping is releasing memories and helping us to evolve, which is so exciting. It certainly is. Now, does the shape and size mean something? A bigger foot, smaller foot? Yeah. Um, The the feet never stop growing whilst people are evolving. And, of course, the more ground we are covering, literally, physically, and um, um, I'm trying to say intellectually, but the more ground we are covering, we know that expression, um, the bigger the feet become. So that makes sense in the physical sense. The feet are going to cover more ground, the bigger they are. And if we're doing that um, emotionally and spiritually, then, of course, it's going to happen. And then at other times, we may withdraw. So then the feet will get smaller. Not to say that's a bad or good thing. It's just that the feet will adapt according to how much ground we are covering. So, for example, when I was flying a lot more around the world, my feet went up to a size 8. And uh, then... The next thing was I decided, no, I'll just sort of step back a bit and just take it a little easier. And they went down to six and a half. Now they're getting big again. That's <laughs> so, fascinating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who knew that so they could do, do that, right? Uh, a lot. <laughs> um, the shape also, the shape was going to, to it's really going to take on how our mind takes shape. So whatever is pictured in our mind, the frame of mind, is going to determine the characteristics of the shape of the feet. So generally speaking, you will find uh, very broad feet, which is what I have, are very down-to-earth people, very practical, just get on with it. Whereas the more aesthetic-looking feet, the more delicate feet, they are more aesthetic by nature. And what's so beautiful about being human, we are all different, and we've all come here with different roles to play. So it's wonderful that you get such a variety of feet, and then you'll get the the really ones, the, the feet that look parallel. Those are people who are often like track runners. They like to find lines of what to keep in, and that's their journey that they're going to keep in their lines, not just on the track running, but in their life as well. Fascinating. I learn so much from you every time I hear you. And I, I've been to <laughs> a number of your courses, and I just I love what you have to share with us. So oh, thank you. Um, we're going to go to a break, and when we come back, we're going to learn more about what our feet have to tell us. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you tired of the healthcare system only treating your symptoms and never addressing the root cause? Discover how integrative medicine can resolve health issues through dietary and lifestyle changes and the use of natural supplements. Increase your energy, memory, mood, immune system, sexuality, and more. Join Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton to help you take back your health with natural, evidence-based solutions. Tune in every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness Channel. What causes us to be sick? We're not talking about the actual illness or the scientific cause of illnesses. We're talking about your body and health. Listen for the healing whisper of Return to Peace. Each week, host Dr. Marianne Chase shows you how to listen to your heart to identify poor health, stress, and disease. You'll learn how to heal energetically and spiritually, as well as physically. It's time to depend less on the drugs and more on the heart. The Healing Whisper airs live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Healthy Energy with Margot. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1 866 472 5792. 
That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Here again is Margot Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margot. I'm here with Chris Stormer sharing about the universal technique of language of the feet with Chris. Chris, can you share what some of the markings might mean on the feet? Like we have lines, we have calluses and, you know, cut heels and and whatnot. Can you say, share what those might mean? Definitely. The way I think that the easiest way um, for anyone to really understand feet is to to see them as the like the body, um, you know, like being humans, for in other words. And so really the toes and everything is a miniature, of course. So the toes very much reflect the head. So when the head is, uh, if a person is proud and feeling good about who and what they are, then they hold their head up high. But the moment that they're not so happy or they don't know where they're going, that their heads will start drooping. And exactly the same with the toes. Um, when we are anxious, you often find that our toes will start um, getting a grip. They really just sort of start curling. Um, and that, again, is when it's coming from anxiety in the mind. So... The toes in themselves are going to show how a person is thinking. Also, because of our thoughts being conditioned by society and family, they're often knocked out of shape um, or knocked into different shapes. So again, by looking at a a toe, you can see if it's like uh, the thinking's been boxed in or it's been knocked, um, and also the angle of the the toes as well. So it's quite a lot to look at in toes, and that's just a very short explanation. Then going down the feet, um, I mean, you can get calluses anywhere, anywhere on the feet um, and on the toes, of course. And we talk about callous behavior. And when there's callous behavior, we become quite defensive. We feel vulnerable. So what the feet do is they also feel the vulnerability of the person. So they will start building up extra skin to protect that person. And it's where these develop that it actually will show, highlight exactly what the issue is. Then we've got lines. Um, lines can mean several different things. It can mean concern and worry, or it can connect two parts of uh, the foot um, to show that we are feeling tied down in a certain area, or it can indicate that we are feeling divided, um, we're feeling on both sides of the fence. Um, one of the areas that has quite a few lines, of course, is the instep area, which is very much to do with what we are doing and our communications. So we get quite a few clues as to how tied down a person's feeling, um, whether they've had their rings clipped. And then you get like cracks, for example, cracked heels, which I think a lot of people in their lifetime have experienced which may bleed um, and may not. If it bleeds, uh, bleeding in any situation is uh, an outpouring of unhappiness. Um, in the heel area, which is very representative of the family, society, are the roots of who and what we are, then, of course, it feels, it's an uh, indicative that we're feeling cracked up, cracking up, I should say, or we are feeling divided, uh, pulled in many different directions. And then to make it a little bit more exciting, which is the part I love, is that the feet, believe it or not, have these beautiful images on them. And these images come and go. So it's almost like looking at a movie on the feet. So, for example, there may be some letters. And one girl had E-G on one leg, um, foot, I should say, and G-S on the other, which, of course, spelled eggs. Um, she was in, in Adelaide in Australia, and I was confused. I said, eggs? What does that mean? And she got so excited. I could never believe that anyone got so excited over eggs before. And she said, yes, yes, yes. When her father had come to Australia, he couldn't speak English. And the only way he could get his situation across when he went shopping was to flap his arms and pluck away like a chicken to get eggs. And it wasn't about that. The, the whole issue is taking it a step further. Her issues all came from her being Lithuanian and that her parents had a, a challenge fitting into the Australian way of life. Um, so it, what the feet do, it, it gives her a story 
but it's taking it that next step to really, really find out what is the issue and what the, the person can then find the solution for themselves. So the feet are really fascinating. I mean, those are just a few of the little things, including color. So again, the color of the chakras, um, depending where they are, we talk about being knocked black and blue all over. So feet will sometimes show up the purples and the blue. We turn red in the face with embarrassment or frustration or anger um, or just when we're hot. So, again, um, if there's red on the feet, it could be anything along those lines. Or it also could be that's the base chakra, which is family society. So there's many different things to look at. It's, I don't know, I just listen to you even now and just think how fascinating it is and just the different clues. I know one of my clients, I was looking at her feet and she was a, a first time to me. And just the way the lines were, I said to her, do you have anything to do with sailboats? Like, does that mean anything? That's what came to my mind. And she said, oh, my goodness, my husband is building a sailboat. (laughs) And she was like, how did you know that? It's like, I don't know. It was just the way the lines went on her feet. And that's what came up. And it was a bit of a a bit of a thing. You know, they were it was it was quite a quite a thing for them to build this boat but yeah she had many many sail many lots of sails after that it was it was awesome oh that's amazing yeah the stories that come out are fantastic and and uh, often there's stories that um that is sort of a part of their life but they haven't sort of seen that it's going to be an issue or that's where it's stemming from um it's almost like gives them the clue and saying okay have you considered that this could be what it is or this is where it's stemming from well, and and that, that's very cool because cool. As I was listening to you, I was thinking of my toes and how they have changed in this past year. And it's like, oh, how interesting! Like getting the grip. There was one, and it happens to be the um, the third toe, which is the doing toe on the right and side. Look at what so you're something doing from now. the past. So just yeah. it, but look at what all, you're doing now. Pardon me. I said, look at what you're doing now. You're growing and you're doing your your the passion from your heart, which is fantastic. Yes. And, and and so I'm needing the grip or I'm I'm trying I'm looking at it thinking, okay, I need to let go of the grip. <laughs> It'll all be okay. Oh, I thought you said it was brewing. <laughs> Pardon me. No, it's I think it was brewing. It, it's coming up, like it's curling in. You know how you get that grip on the ground? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. That's all right. You're getting a good grip on life then. <laughs> yes. Now but what about yeah. when you're sitting or you're standing and your feet turn one way or the other? What does that have to tell us? Um, yeah, that, that again is very indicative, and it's very different to when you're standing, to when you're walking, etc. When you're walking, your, the feet should be parallel with the big toe facing in the direction which we're moving, because the big toe um, contains the main head reflexes. And we talk about thinking off the top of the head, but also where our mind is directed is where we're going. So. When the toes start bending, particularly the big toes and forming the bunion, then, of course, the the mind is feeling a bit more spaced out, for lack of a better word. And that person finds it very difficult to feel focused, direction, etc., etc. But then the, the reason for a bunion goes back to the time in the mother's womb. Again, not to judge or condemn. And it's all about mother reaching out for more security because where the bunion is is where we have the um, spinal reflex. And so this is the emotional part, the emotional backing. And if the mother was in circumstances where she didn't get emotional backing, then, of course, the child picks that up. So, yep, the toes will show the direction. But so ideally the feet should be pointing ahead when walking. When we stand, um, our feet will often open. And the area between the toes, if we were, say, for example, at a party or a group or whatever, the, the people who are between the toes are the ones that that person is most interested in. You'll find that if a person's direction of interest is changed and that she turns around or he turns around, she'll, he or she will swivel the body and the toes will again embrace the people that that person is is interested in. If that person doesn't swivel and somebody's talking behind them and they don't actually turn their whole body, the chances are they're not interested in what that person is saying. So, um, again, the stance when we stand, um, 
The right side of the body is the past. We, talk, we, we use that expression, you're dead right. And the left side of the body energetically um, embraces the future, which means our body itself is in the present. So the way we're uh, facing is our future. And, of course, when we're walking, we're leaving our past behind us. So if the, when we're walking, um, if the right foot turns to the right, or the left foot even, it means that that person's mind is far more occupied with what used to happen in the past. Um, if both feet go in different directions, then the one side is being pulled to the past and the other one is going to the future, they're actually avoiding the present. And then when they lie down and having a reflexology treatment, they should be supperly upright. Most people, when they lie down, are so exhausted that they're so happy just to let their feet flop. Um, <laughs> that is also good. It's just about letting the energies go. And But it's really good when doing a reflexology treatment to keep straightening the feet because when they're absolutely supperly upright is the, the time when the energy flows most freely through the body. And um, so it's just encouraging and holding them in that position from time to time, even when they're flopping to one side or the other. But then again, where the toes are pointing is going to show where the mind is. And sometimes even find that the client will turn their head when they, they, they're thinking of the past, they turn their head to the right and obviously vice versa. So there's so many clues um, when doing a reflexology treatment, particularly if the, the client is allowed to, to completely let go and go into the alpha state of consciousness, which is what the universal technique encourages because then the body is totally uh, relaxed, it's, it's flat, and the energies can flow very freely without being interrupted by conversation. So that, that um, helps a lot to understand body language as well, what is the body saying and how are the feet interpreting it as well. That's awesome. Just listening and, and thinking, wow, I could just add a little bit more. You know, I'm thinking of different clients as you speak and what's going on. So we're going to go to a break. And when we come back, we're going to hear more about feet and what they have to tell you. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you stopped to think seriously about hypnosis? Hypnosis can set you on your way to better health, can free you from anxiety, phobias, and so much more. Join host Inez Simpson for Hypnosis Everywhere, Inez Simpson and the Simpson Protocol. This show is for anyone from the experienced hypnotist practitioner to the merely curious. Inez Simpson offers tools and insights from the whole world of hypnosis with guests and open discussions. Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol, airs live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Today's woman faces a stressful world when it comes to staying healthy. We are bombarded by media messages with contradicting ideas about fitness and nutrition. We need to keep our diet, relationships, and stress in check. It's time to get the right message and have the most fun. Join hosts Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighaus. For Healthy View Radio, it's health and happiness in one show every Thursday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
listening to Healthy Energy with Margo. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margo. Here again is Margo Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margo. Chris, let's talk about some of the things that show up in our life, maybe like allergies. It's kind of that season here in where I am in Canada. Uh, what, what, what do allergies have to, how do they show up and what do they say about us or maybe some clues that way? Um, oh, that's fantastic. Well, what allergies are you mainly experiencing in Vancouver at the moment? Well, there'll be the pollen that will be starting. People will be starting, you know, as the grass starts to get cut and the trees are starting to bloom. Oh, what a beautiful time of the year. We're just going into autumn here. Um, going back to the allergies, though, um, any allergy is uh, too tolerant or intolerant of a memory. And as I mentioned earlier, that our um our diseases or uneasiness goes back seven generations or more. So sometimes it's not just our memory. It's a memory that has been handed down in a family that hasn't been resolved yet. Um, that is why sometimes also you, people say that they're on inheritant diseases. But inheritant is in her, it, it's a memory. And memories are just an energy that can be changed. And the other um, terminology that's used quite a lot is incurable. Um, incurable, only a disease only becomes incurable when there's nothing left in the physical world that's going to help the person to, to get better. The cure lies within, incurable. So reflexology is fantastic for that. So as far as reflexology is concerned, there, it can help anybody in anything um, de- depending, or I should say, provided they want to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it suits people not to get better um, because maybe they need extra attention. Maybe they're seeking love. And this is where, again, reflexology steps in so beautifully because it helps people to love themselves for who and what we are. they are because everybody is totally different. So when it comes to disease, it's... Um, it's a bad, for lack of a better word, bad memory that causes the body to react badly. Because when any time there's something that comes in the radar that reminds the body of that situation, then there's that bad reaction. So, for example, you're talking about hay fever and the pollen. Well, pollen, what actually is getting up to the nose of the people who do suffer from hay fever is themselves, bless them. Because they're oh. usually very, very clever people. They're usually high achievers. They're usually perfectionists. And um, they really, uh, their challenge is trying to find an outlet for these fantastic um, concepts to be pollinated. So for them, it's them irritating themselves. The physical world merely highlights what's already going on inside the body. So how does reflexology help people like that? Because now we're talking about a perfectionist, a, a very highly intelligent person, but who has no outlet or, to or ways of spreading their ideas. So what the reflexology does is helps the person to relax. And by going into the alpha state of consciousness, it helps release these memories at a subconscious level. And once the memories start dissipating energetically, that person then can tolerate the situation better. They'll find ways of doing it within themselves because the solution for all our issues are within our body. We're never, never ever presented with anything that we cannot resolve ourselves. So the very fascinating thing is I was in Australia a few weeks ago presenting in Perth. And just a couple of days ago, I received a, a message from a lady to say her teenage daughter, or actually older than teenage, because she said her daughter had been suffering from allergies for 17 years. But just by understanding what an allergy is and finding out what it is that has become so intolerant, that memory, that belief system, this girl has already started resolving a lot of her allergies, plus obviously with her mum doing reflexology on her. 
So, yeah, allergies are, awesome. are something that's really big at the moment, but it's something that reflexology can really help with. That's fascinating, though, just to, so sometimes you need to know a little bit more about it, and other times you just need to have your feet done and it dissipates on its own. Absolutely. But it does help to know what you're dealing with because um, that just speeds up the process. Right. So you could do that for any dis-ease to some degree, right, Is, is, is going in and maybe asking some questions as I know you have said before, say with back stuff going on and, and listen to the people's words, what they say. And do you put it behind you? Do you, you know, you know what I mean with that? Like you're, you're asking yes. us when you've been showing or teaching us, sharing with us is to look at what people have to say. And is that a clue? I think, Margot, uh, what I have found um, works best is when it comes to any form of illness, be it cancer, um, because that's very big at the moment, is actually embracing the um, disease and accepting it. Because what so many people say, I've got to get rid of it. I've got to get rid of this cold. I've got to get rid of this cancer. What we, when we say that, we are alienating part of our bodies Instead of embracing what was, is something that we have manifested within ourselves, again, with cancer, it is a, a something, a memory or belief system that's grown out of proportion that has been fed subconsciously. So the moment we try and reject it, it's going to want more attention. So it's going to get bigger and it's going to be more painful and so on. The moment we accept, okay, this is part of us, let me send it to the white light and pure love. This is so powerful at the moment. The white light and pure love. If everybody just breathed this in every single morning, what it will do is raises the vibration so that the white light will dissipate the darkness and the pure love will dissipate any hate, anger, frustration. So when a person directs this to a particular area, not only have they embraced it and acknowledged it, but they're also giving it a tool. And then they can start resolving within themselves and then release it. And reflexology will help with the releasing. That's very interesting you say that because I've just been listening to people also, they use the word, I have to fight it. So they're fighting that part yeah. of their body versus embracing it. I like that. That's a yes. very and that's the moment when the when the, the when the, the problem starts is when they start seeing it as an enemy, as a, instead of a part of them. It's part of their body. It's it's something that they have created within themselves, and it's not not to to criticize that. It's because we all have chosen our journey, and we have chosen what we need to deal with on this journey, and so it's actually an opportunity. That's a, it's a great way to look at it because you hear so many people when something, you know, their knee might be sore and it's, oh, my, it's my bad knee. And I always say it's not your bad knee. It's just asking for some love and something, you know, because it, it's it's wanting something from you. And when I love what you just said, though, is, is when we don't embrace it, then it, it it doesn't have the chance to heal itself because we are powerful. And can thing heal about- yourself given the right tools, right? Sorry. I says we are powerful. <laughs> we can heal heal ourselves given yes, the right definitely. tools and some guidance. And that's a very important point that you brought up, Margot, because the reflexology practitioner is not the healer. Uh, we cannot heal another person. We can only heal ourselves. And that's why I said earlier, it's very important that a person wants to get better because you can have a really, really good practitioner, but if the client does not want to get better and then there are no results, it's not a reflection on the practitioner. It's that the client is actually blocking it. Um, and again, it's, it's not it's not about uh, judging again. So we are merely the the conduits of whereby the, the person can take the tools, take the energy to help themselves. But that's where it ends. Everybody heals themselves. So what what happens when somebody doesn't want to heal themselves, or gets to a certain point and think that's as far as it's going to go? Do you have any insight as to what we might be able to do to facilitate, or is it just time to let them be with that? 
I, I think, uh, Margot, it's actually important to honour their decision because there's some part of them that that um, wishes to wallow in victimhood for whatever reason. Just remember, also, some lonely people, it's the only way they can get attention, particularly when they get elderly. And um, otherwise, they just get left and nobody takes any notice of them. And the only way some people can get attention is by being sick. And uh, they're sick and tired, basically, of life anyway. Um, and it's to honor everybody's choices because there is no right or wrong. And if that's the life they have cho- chosen because it serves them for the, for the consequences, then so be it. We can offer them the reflexology, make it more comfortable. But you'll find that people who really want to get better, um, who want to overcome some of the ma- major obstacles, with a bit of reflexology to help them, can just make the greatest leaps, um, which defy all logic, basically. So it's something, you know, when it comes to, to describe what is reflexology, how does it work, it's really almost impossible to say because it comes from such a divine source, and that's where the healing is coming from, if the person wants to take it from the divine source. So it's nothing that we can actually describe very easily. Very true. You try. The best way to describe it is to sit down in a chair and get your feet done. That's what it is. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) That way you'll know, you'll experience it. And that, that, that to me is the best way. And it's different for everybody. That's why it is difficult to describe because everyone experiences different things and whatever they experience is perfect for them. And whatever, however they react afterwards is perfect for them. So there is no right, there is no wrong, there just is. Shakespeare said that many centuries ago. Well, and it's, it's a good thing to remember in all your life, right? Is everything is, is just the way it is meant to be. And perfect as it is, the choices you've made up to this point is just being exactly what you needed for your life. And if you want to make a change, then maybe ask some different questions and change it up a little bit. Have some reflexology, feel good. <laughs> go to South Africa, oh, go on a safari Ab- with you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, come on a soul safari, definitely. And just put your foot in it and come and put your foot on African soil. Oh, um, that, that really is the best. I'd love to come back. I was fortunate to go in 2010 on a safari with Chris and Courtney, and it was just an amazing, amazing, life-changing experience. So yes, Chris, it's in my bucket, on my bucket list to come back and, and play in South Africa with you. Yay. We'll, Yay. We'll look forward to so that So we're going to go to a break, Fantastic. Chris, and when we come back, I'm going to ask you to share about your books that you have, and I'd love to have our listeners hear a little bit about your amazing charts that you do, because they're just amazing. I can't even describe those. They're just so beautiful and colorful and uh, you just have a beautiful way of sharing them. So let's hear a little bit about those and then your new book that you have coming up. (laughs) Bless you. Thank you. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Addiction can affect our relationships, our families, our home, and work lives, but most importantly, ourselves. The recovery process can do wonders in the lives of people suffering from active addiction and also for those that love them. It's not just 12-step programs, but so much more. It's learning how to live life on life's terms. If you can relate to these issues or love someone who does, start with yourself. Start by tuning in to Miracles in Recovery with host Ray Lynch, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Hope is in your corner. Sometimes it just seems that nobody understands. There's one individual who can help. If you're living with somebody who faces challenges such as autism, Asperger's, or other exceptional needs, you'll want to tune into Solutions and Strategies with Dr. Sean. Living the Challenge. Together, we'll uncover a variety of solutions to the challenges faced by individuals, their families, and teachers. Listen live every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your life, your health, 
your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Healthy Energy with Margo. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margo. Here again is Margo Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margo. Chris, you um, create such amazing charts for your presentation. Can you just share a little bit about them? Because they're fascinating to me. They're just mind-boggling how you can get so much on there and show so much about what the, the body, the feet mean to us. Okay. Um, actually, it's quite funny how it all started because I was being asked to do presentations all over the world up to eight per continent. And so actually it was a bit of laziness on my part. I thought at first, gosh, if I'm going to draw every time I go to one of these presentations or seminars or whatever, I'm going to get a bit tired of doing that. So then I thought, okay, well, let's start doing the feet and then put the information on um, before I get there. And then I've got it for all the the presentations. And then what actually happened, it became my cue cards because, you know, there's a lot to remember and I, I just wanted to make sure that I shared all the information. So initially it just started with a pair of feet and a few, you know, words on each of the chakra levels. And then suddenly I got a bit more excited about the whole thing. And so I decided to bring in cartoon characters and they're all based on all the chakra colors. So they're very, very colorful. And for me, the the secret of this, because I've been told that I've got this French artist on the other side, bless him, because I actually am not an artist by nature. I love art and I love doing these, these um, charts which are my therapy, in fact, because I find it so relaxing and so enjoyable. So so what I love about them is that the charts tell a different story to everybody. So when a person looks at this chart, I try not to say too much about it because they will then create their own situation because obviously my experiences, my upbringing is totally different to those of the delegates. So they will find the solutions or the story for themselves. So they are actually incredibly powerful um, charts, which I, I can say because I know they're channeled through. And I am looking at right now bringing the, some of them through into a type of ebook. But um, this could be quite an expensive exercise. But um, I'm looking at various options. And so if anyone out there has any suggestions of how I can do it, I'd be so grateful. Because my idea is to put a chart and then to do an explanation to the side of that. Um, do you know? Just a very basic one. There's a fellow here in Vancouver that I think you met him once. He makes amazing, he does the charts, like he's lined up the feet. I think I'm going to connect you with him because he might have some ideas for you. I remember him, actually. I think I met him about five, six years ago. And he did give me a card at that time, but I wasn't ready then. So I love that. Adam, that's his name. I was trying to think, what's his name? I'll put you in touch with him. Fantastic. I really would love that. Okay, you have a new book coming out. I've been seeing your Facebook posts. What's it about and how can we get our hands on it? (laughs) Oh, I am so excited about this book, Margot. I've been very, very blessed to have Hodder and Stoughton as my publishers for my first seven books. And it wasn't until I decided to self-publish that I realized how much actually publishers do and um, what it involves. And this has been a journey of my lifetime. It really has been phenomenal, fantastic, incredible. I've met the most creative, beautiful people. Um, It is a journey there. I mean, I've been um, at this book for 18 hours, day and night, uh, three days on a trot sometimes, but I love it. And um, it's coming to fruition. I've got the most amazing editor, a fantastic artist. He's just doing the cover because I am going to put a couple of my charts in the book. And what it's about is um, it's just really making um, us realize that, again, disease is um, is not a bad thing. 
It's actually a friend who's come to bring a message to us that our life does need changing. And it also goes into various aspects. It's sort of a different slant on reflexology, but it also goes into really what the body is telling us when it it's reacts badly. Why does the back react badly? And what do we mean by a bad back? What has it done that it's bad? And so it, it's, it's actually done in quite, when I say quirky, um, it's, it's, it can be quite boring if you just do anatomy, physiology, and so on and so forth. So there's a lot of common sayings in it, um, bending over backwards, et cetera, et cetera. And when I've had, uh, well, when my husband first read it, I thought, oh my goodness, he's going to be very, very critical and so on. And his words were, actually blew me away. He said, this is so intriguing and it's dynamic in parts. I'm going, really? <laughs> so, oh, that's awesome. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm so excited. It's called Hot Footing It to Help. Um, it's due, I'm launching it in South Africa on my birthday, the 22nd of May. And uh, we are pulling out all stops at the moment. I'm flying to Cape Town to meet the uh, printer because apparently he's the best in the country or, you know, he's one of the best in the world, apparently. So um, I've, I've got, as I said, the most amazing team of people who are just supporting me. And I'm just feeling very blessed. And it's going to be uh, launched at one of our top bookstores called Scoops Theatre of Books, which is at the Monte Cassino. Uh, Monte Cassino is a beautiful Italian-type um, mock city, uh, very popular in, in Johannesburg. So, yeah, it's, it's exciting. And how can, is it going to be on Amazon or places where people can pick it up? Definitely. Well, what is going to happen is that, that the book, the original book that I'm going to be uh, printing here in South Africa, is going to be slightly larger than the normal. But mm, okay. uh, to get it through Amazon and so on, it will come through on the normal side. So it'll be slightly thicker. But the content will be the same and it will still be amazing. Well, that is so exciting, Chris. I'm so excited for you. And I look forward to having my copy of the book from you Definitely. Chris also does some yes. amazing safaris in South Africa we touched on that if you would like to get in contact with her I highly recommend taking a class whether you're a reflexologist or not you will learn something from Chris I'm sure you've learned a lot already today and you'll want to go back and listen but you can get in touch with her at inspired at world her website is www.alwaysb.com. She's an amazing lady. I absolutely love her. I think I met her in 2004 and just so inspired by her. If you want to contact me to have any information about that or have a reflexology session, you can do so at healthyenergy at shaw.ca or my cell, 778-828-8005. I love sharing the gift of reflexology. It's something that is a huge gift for me to be able to give to people. And next week, well, I'm going to be joined by, and it's a surprise. So please join me to see what I'll be talking about. In the meantime, have a magical week and do something kind for yourself and share that pure love and white light. you for listening. Be sure to join your host, Margo Nielsen, for another edition of Healthy Energy with Margo. We're live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. What positive energy can you attract in the coming week?